Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back into the uh, 1 o'clock hour here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I have an hour to go. We're glad you're spending uh, it with us, or at least part of it uh, with us. We appreciate that you do. We're going to talk to Bill Benner, Sporting News. Uh, coming up here at about one fifteen, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, towards the bottom of the hour. And then we'll get Trent's picks. There are four basketball games tonight. Busy night in the NBA, Game 7 in the NHL. Uh, Cubs and the Indians will complete their two-game series tonight. John Lester versus Cahill. That one is televised, TC. 665, Comcast, or is it Comcast? It's NBC Chicago has that one at, uh, what, 6 o'clock? I think it's 6. Is your mic on? I don't know if it is. It's not. There it is. There you go. There it is. It's, uh, I was finishing lunch and I didn't want to be chewing into the mic. And the audience appreciates that. Yes, yes, nobody wants to hear that. Uh, and afternoon baseball. So do you get into the afternoon baseball? When I go home, if I got nothing flip to do, it on yeah, and just background noise. Background noise. I, there's something about that too. Yeah, there if, is, isn't there? If in between shows, just having a ball game on in here, you know, it just. Mm-hmm. Who is playing this afternoon? Ah, uh, there were a ton of games. The big news today, baseball wise, Ronald Asuna getting called up by the Braves. This is the next Uber prospect. I mean, really. This is people. Was this baseball perspective's number one guy? Yes. Was it really? Number one. How old is he? 20? 20. And uh, he's a guy that's been sitting on my, well, one of my fantasy leagues. <laughs> okay. That so we don't there's have a reason reserves. we know more about Ronald yes, Rosuna. I, I am a big Asuda fan. He got off to a pretty slow start, but yeah, a lot going on uh, in terms of uh, baseball this afternoon. The one that I'm looking forward to starts in 10 minutes. Houston Angels again. Otani last night. He was unreal. For a while. Yeah, yeah, that's true for a while, right. Against that lineup, though. Mm-hmm. I hope, why isn't that a bigger story, though? I mean, when you when you really break this down and think of Sheho, Shohei Otani, he's hitting home runs. Mm-hmm. He's throwing 100-mile-an-hour strikes. Mile, I mean, this doesn't happen. And it's a baseball story. But this isn't a national story. Well, it would, it would have been if he would have signed with the Yankees or the Red Sox, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's the time zone plays a lot into it as well. Um, I watched probably the first four innings of that game last night. No, I didn't see the first inning. I didn't see Trout's home run. Okay. So, But, but I, I saw enough of it just to um, watch him confound hitters. And I know they got to him a little bit later on. But why isn't it a bigger story? Well, he's not an American. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't know anything about him for the most part until last year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there was a, you know, we had a, a, a real depth on this guy. Um, maybe that's it. And maybe the fact that, you know, it's still April. He's mm-hmm. had, what, four starts? Um, was that his four start last night? A handful of, of starts. Sure. It'll It'll build clearly as it goes on, but... You know, it's remarkable what we're seeing, let's be honest. We just don't see this. <laughs> Crazy. you got to go back to Babe Ruth. Right. And when you bring up Babe Ruth. And his name in the same sentence. You've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing it for a while. And yeah, but Babe preceded me. Yeah. Right. Right. I wasn't going down that road. I'm not going Brinson on you. We're, we're not bringing right. the, up the old, old guys. But sometimes when you're you're kind of you're digging for a connection, and, and Babe Ruth is always the easiest one because mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. 
Nothing. Brooks Brooks Kieschnick, was that the guy? Brooks Kieschnick, with yes. The yeah. I saw him pitch in Milwaukee. Brooks Kieschnick bounced around, though. He was with he more did. than the Brewers. Might have been. Was he with your Blue Jays for a while? Man, Trent, I forgot all about the Brooks Kieschnick. You're gonna have to look him. I thought he. I thought maybe the Orioles. Well, tell maybe. you what, there, there might be uh, other radio shows in town, but this is the only one you're gonna get hot Bruce takes Kieschnick. on Brooks Kieschnick. <laughs> um, he was well. He started with the Cubs, then went to Cincinnati, Colorado, and finished up in Milwaukee. Okay, that is where he saw more plate appearances, though. But with the Cubs, he had quite a few. But uh, he only pitched in Milwaukee, so well, that was the part of it. Now there is another guy. That that um, that did this, but did it because he could no longer throw. Rick and Keel, but he wasn't doing both. No, he wasn't doing both. Wasn't, wasn't doing, doing both. both. You're right. He wasn't like pitching one. Well, again, he was in the wrong league to do that. <laughs> right, because <laughs> they don't allow that. Even for and Keel, they wouldn't allow that. It's uh, it's it really is an incredible yep. story, and I'm I'm rooting for it. I think it'd just be cool if this is something that. We're talking about during the summer, and mm-hmm. it becomes it's a point of viewing for me. When he's on the bump, mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm there each and every time. And well, I'm I would have known it. You pointed out late in the show yesterday because yeah. I was trying to figure out what I was going to watch, and I did find that um, I have one TV that we have an antenna on, uh-huh. and, it, and for that sole purpose, well, a couple of purposes: a, if Directv goes out in storm, mm-hmm. you know, during the Super Bowl or. During Game Seven of the Stanley Cup, and the Jets are playing, and if I'm not there, or I, if a tornado is coming, any, and, and, well, that's true too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good to have one of the. So, I, anyways, long story short, I, I, I went down to my antenna TV, and lo and behold, Joe Tufts, who listens to us and mm-hmm. follows us on Twitter, um, tweeted, "You'll find it on seven. Why would I never known to look on seventeen? I'm not even no. sure. I didn't even know that there was a seventeen point three existed until yesterday. The digital tiers of the the dots for so what else five. are on there? Because it was WGN's feed. Yes, but what did Fox seventeen have that they couldn't oh. kick off so the so we could watch? Well, and it, it could be a mandate from corporate. I don't know. Do they have American Idol. Is that going? That's At not even five Fox o'clock. Anymore. But it goes on a in, Tuesday. But the game goes to late, and you're cutting off the. ABC I guess you're so prime time programming. Right. That, I, I'm going to guess that's that's, that's the was. answer. Yeah. Yep. That's but they the said, or they only have a certain amount of times that they can bump. Mm-hmm. Hey, we have whatever it is, is it 15 Cubs games. And they're like, well, there's actually only 10 unless you have a full broadcast schedule. You can only. I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. Is we're not going to let you bump off whatever. So if it was on 23, it probably would have aired because, I mean, what's 23 got? Right. Isn't that a rerun station to begin with? Well, or no, all? the CW does have some Original programming, programming yes. do they? Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, locally, I know they've got Cypo Show. Right, right. But, no, the CW does have network shows on, I think, basically every night, as far as really? I know. Are they really? I don't watch them. No. Not at all. That's... <laughs> I don't watch much network television anymore. Nor do I. Few and far between. A couple of the wives shows, and that's about it. I'm trying to think. Do I even watch one? I'm trying. Yeah, good, that's well, a good sixty call. minutes. All right. That's a news show. A news show. No, there's not like. Is a there a scripted television no. show you watch? No. Is there a reality television show? You yes. Watch? First forty-eight. Okay. Or live PD. I like that. Live PD. That on two sixty-five. Yeah. <laughs> um. Those are probably live PD in the first forty. I should I should have been. Well, I was accepted to be a cop. You were. I was. I got. Um, I you had to be five ten, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like I was like five nine and three quarters the first three times I went. 
And because I was going to follow my dad's footsteps, right? Uh-huh. Um, so I got up one morning and we stretched, and I did everything to be a core, and I passed. Yeah. I, I finally measured at 5'10, and I was accepted into the police academy. Honest wow. to God, true story. 19. Was Gutenberg there? Who? Steve Gutenberg. Oh, is that the guy from the. No. Police Academy. All right. I don't know. 1981, maybe? But the same week that I got accepted into the police academy, I got offered a job as the full time race caller, and I would have been the youngest in North America. Uh-huh. And I could show up at the track and call races and at the time make decent living. Yeah. So do I want to walk the beat? And do I want to work the night shift? Not so much. Or do I want to call races? Seems like a pretty easy decision. Now, at the time, it was an easy decision. My brother, who was went into the police force, has been retired. He's younger than me, and he's been <laughs> retired for 10 years. And now looking back. Looking back. you got to come in here and talk to a dork like me every day for two hours. Well, uh, yeah, but that's, you know, anyways. We'll take a time out. Bill Bender's coming up next. Uh, We continue on here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Hi, it's Flo. And you know what word I don't get? Shampoo. The first half of the word is sham, and the second part you definitely don't want to see in the shower. That's why I made up a neat word. Flotection. The feeling of security you get when your new house is protected by home insurance through me and Progressive. I mean, seriously, shampoo? What part of that makes you want to rub it all over your hair? Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. I'm KFC's Extra Crispy Colonel, and you're the extra busy regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four. But you can shirk that responsibility because my Extra Crispy Tenders $20 fill-up from KFC contains 12 Extra Crispy Chicken Tenders, four dipping sauces, four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. Now that'll feed them. KFC, it's extra crispy good. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and pack Packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, 
the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Tim Yotter, bottom of the hour, vikingupdate.com. Right now, Bill Bender's sporting news. Spent last weekend in Los Angeles. He was at UCLA Spring Game. Uh, then ca- caught some baseball by the silent, by looking at his Twitter feed as I follow him, uh, Bill on uh, Twitter. Uh, spent a couple of days watching the Angels. Otani didn't pitch while you were there, I don't think, Bill, but he was in the batter's box, was he not? was and it's just an interesting phenom and as i kind of wrote for us i think it's amazing to see the following that he has from japanese media and understandably so and i to be honest ken i'm a little bit surprised it hasn't caught on here as much 
<laughs> given what he's doing. It's funny you say that, Bill. I, don't, I want to just interrupt you because Trent Condon <laughs> said that I got those exact words out of your mouth not 10 minutes yep. ago. Uh, it, it's right. You're right. Uh, why do you think that is, Bill? Why aren't we? Because we didn't know him maybe until this year? Well, no, because I asked Mike Socia about it. I mean, you know, you guys probably remember, I think we all point to Fernando Mania as that one explosion where one player kind of took over a season. And, you know, I asked him about that, and he said the dynamics are different. I I think part of it's probably the language barrier. Mm -hmm. Part of it is baseball isn't what it was in the early 80s. And then I think, you know, part of it is you're competing against the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, social media, the NFL draft. And here this guy is, I mean, I think it's pretty incredible that a guy can hit over 300 so far, and then he goes out there and throws in a hundred hundred mile an hour, <clears throat> excuse me, a hundred mile an hour fastball in there, and uh, pitching okay as well. Well, from uh, the baseball scene, Bill, let's get into tomorrow the NFL draft, and let's go right to where the crosshairs are looking in your home state of Ohio, Cleveland. Now all of a sudden, no, it's not Sam Darnold. No, no, no. Everything that we've been talking about, hearing for the last couple of weeks, that's different. Now it's either Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield. How much truth, how much smokescreen is happening right now in Cleveland? Oh, I'm sure it's all, all everything. I mean, if they take Darnold, I, I wouldn't be surprised. If they took one of those other two guys, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Darnold's the play, but as I wrote for us, I mean, can you imagine if they take Mayfield where this draft can go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. um, it's, and that would be the first big curveball in there. I do think, as Gil Brandt tweeted earlier this week, the intrigue in this draft is great, but I, I, I'm going into this draft. You can't really predict anything. I think it's going to be pretty wild tomorrow night. Yeah, and I loved your piece from earlier this morning on the on the shakeup. Should Baker Mayfield go first? You have the Patriots uh, and Bill Belichick and company moving way, way up to get Tom Brady's heir apparent. What's the likely? I'm not saying you're going to move up to do, but do you think that this is finally the year that Belichick? He's had Garoppolo before. Um, you know, there's there's been other quarterbacks that have waited their turn here, but yet you know the, the Brady uh, outweights them all. Um, is is this the year that they? I mean, they have to sooner or later. Bill is tomorrow the night. It could be. I mean, if they got Rosen and packaged something together and somehow pulled that off, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised because so much has been written about that scenario that, that you got to believe there's something to it. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I think Brady plays this year, obviously, and then we go from there. But, but Rosen, wouldn't that just be something if they go straight from Brady to another California kid that, that can play? And, you know, he, a lot gets made about what he says. But, again, like I've told you guys before, my biggest question with Rosen is if he's that good, why wasn't UCLA better when he was in college? It's a good question and something that's difficult to answer. What about Lamar Jackson? He, his teams were pretty good, but he did so much. Uh, the Wonderlick score, I, I've heard more about that here the last couple of days as it felt like he was going up, and now the Wonderlick score comes up again along with it. Uh, where, where do you think teams are looking at him, and, and is he a guy that can thrust onto the scene like Deshaun Watson, or is it going to take a little bit of while for him? Again, I think a guy that, you know, if he was late 90s, we're talking about a, a bigger version of Michael Vick. I mean, he can throw it around. He can run all over the place. It's really good. I think you know, the one thing I would worry about him long term, it's not as whether he can play or not. He can play. He can throw. He can do all those things. I know that. I just wonder if he'll, how many hits he'll take running the football. And he, he's got to be able to get out of bounds. 
mm-hmm. I think, at this level. So I would take him in the first round. I, I think a couple teams to watch are, are uh, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. If, if one of those guys, if he falls past the first round, will the Bengals and Steelers be willing to take a shot on him? And I think they might. Mm. Bill Bender, Sporting News, is our guest. Bill, will you be in Cleveland? Are they sending you to Cleveland with the one and four picks? Will you be there tomorrow night? It depends. Not tomorrow night because, I mean, they're not going to have their picks there till Friday anyway. Oh, but, right, uh, right, right. I, I got some little – well, if it stops raining, we might have some Little League baseball too. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely be writing about the Browns and what, what they do um, because I'm intrigued with this 1-4 combination. Shaquan Barkley's got to end up there. Or, well, maybe he doesn't. Does I guess the the Giants were – Trent and I both think that the draft really starts at 2 tomorrow – Maybe is it is it a quarterback in Bradley Chubb? Is that what the most likely uh, scenario unfolding is? Well, I think that's ideally if they can get like a Chubb and a quarterback, they'll take that. I still think they should take Barkley. Uh, I, I think he's the best player on the draft, and I'm one of those guys. If you see a player like him and you can get him, you go do it. And, uh, you know, because as the Browns have proven so many times, what I've been telling people is if you don't draft Barkley and he turns around and – and uh, rushes for 1,900 yards for the Giants next next year, you'll never hear the end of it. We've done this with Julio Jones and countless quarterbacks. He's right there for them. I, I think you can get Barkley in the quarterbacks you're choosing. So the, the next group of guys, you know, once we get kind of all these names, the quarterbacks, Saquon Bar- Barkley, Nick Chubb, out of that next kind of tier, say 5 through 15, is, is there a guy that you look at, and maybe this isn't the deepest draft, but you think – at the very least, he's going to become a very good NFL player. Is there one guy that continues to stick out to you? Oh, Benzel Ward for okay. for Ohio State, the Ohio State corner. I think, you know, he ran well at the combine. Kind of trust the factory there a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know Eli Apple had some struggles, but, I mean, if you're getting something in the neighborhood of Bradley Roby or Marshawn Lattimore, who's a well-coached guy ready to play, I think Denzel Ward's that guy. I know down your way, I mean, Joshua Jackson can play. You know, he can play too. So I think you always want a corner, and those are the two corners that stand out. I like Ward a little bit better, but that's not a knock on Jackson by any means. Uh, Bill, before we run out of time, I want to get uh, you to recap your uh, UCLA uh, spring game experience. Uh, You've been to a number of spring games, a a number of marquee programs, UCLA, uh, now with Chip Kelly. What what was – what's a – Spring football game like in uh, in L.A. at UCLA? <laughs> nice weather. Uh, I mean, right. I start there. It was cool. I mean, nice campus. Um, I, I've always – I think the big key for Chip Kelly will be the quarterback position. It, it's not there yet. I mean, the guys they had out there, they they probably won't start. I think it will come down to Spate and uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson in the fall. But it, there's going to be a transition. But you can feel that. that the, the deep, that's a program that should be better than they were. With Rosen and Mora, they should have been. And I think Chip Kelly's going to make them better. It might take that bridge year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're competing for the Pac-12 South Championship within two years. And outside of USC, certainly an opportunity appears to be there going forward and a chance to rise up the ranks. So, Bill, I'm sure you saw the comments yesterday. Bill Moose, the AD at uh, Nebraska, <laughs> opened his big fat mouth. So have you talked to Urban Meyer? Is he, is he nervous about the Cornhuskers? <laughs> Well, you know, I believe the combined score of the last two meetings was 108 to 17, 118 to 17. Um, you know, I, I think that's a bit premature. It is interesting that 
you know, you, you see those prison TV shows that they're they're kind of picking a fight with the two biggest bullies in the yeah. yard, and then Michigan isn't even that kind of bully right now. But you just it's dangerous to do that, especially in the short term, because the expectations are so high. And what if you know Michigan and Ohio State beat them? family next year it could happen hmm. bill my last thing for you and i know it's a basketball topic but uh you guys got a ton of uh, resources over there uh covering college basketball um God, i'm sure you've seen condoleezza rice and her committee's report was there what was your your takeaway was did anything positive come out of the of this morning's uh, unveiling well, i mean mike the course he's weighed in on that um i think it it's a sport that definitely needs an overhaul I mean, I have my own opinions on one and done. I, I think we can do away with it in general and just let the guys go from high school if they want. I, I think giving an athlete's agent representation might not hurt. But there is a seedy underculture to college basketball that, that needs fixed, or we're going to continue to have these problems. I enjoy the game, enjoy the tournament as much as anybody. But, uh, you know, I think as a guy that covers college football, you just wonder – is this kind of stuff going to touch football anytime soon? I don't think it will, but that's not to say that college football doesn't have its own issues. And uh, those issues, you're hearing more and more about seven-on-seven camps. Is that going to be maybe the next shoe to drop is college football and finding out uh, how how the fudge is packed, if you will? <laughs> well, I, maybe. I, I mean, we'll see. I, I think in general – the health of the sport is really good in college football. We've sold our soul a little bit mm-hmm. in the playoff era and gotten rid of some things. And you know, but I think in terms of the student athletes, we we've got to do things to make sure that they're being treated equally. I mean, in terms of what they produce to the university. And I, I think you know, I, I talked to Sam Hubbard today. He's an example of a guy that was able to pull off school and being a you know an NFL draft pick. And it's not easy. And you got to remember that it's kind of like having two jobs and. You know, whatever we can do to help those student-athletes in the future, I think we need to do it the right way. Bill Bender, SportingNews.com. Thank you, Bill Bender. Appreciate it. We'll uh, talk to you down the road. Hey, sounds good, guys. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Bill Bender, here's the moose comment that everybody's talking about today. We're going to run an uptown offense. We saw the spring game. We're going to get the black shirts being back to black shirts. Uh, It's extremely important, Moose said. You've got Urban Meyer and Jim Harbaugh thinking, quotes, we better put a little more into that Nebraska game coming up, and that's the way we want it. They're running a little bit scared right now. They won't admit it. We'll leave it at that. Ah, well, Tap it's, it's the good. Breaks. It's good fodder. We'll have Sipple on. T- we got to get Sip tomorrow. Got to get one eighteen to seventeen the last two times. That's a uh, seventeen hundred KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose... Go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, 
and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Attention drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Uh, final segment of the program. Again, our thanks to Bill Bender, Sporting News. Bill, a uh, fun weekend in California. Well, let's head north, shall we, TC? Let's head up to the Twin Cities. Our buddy Tim Yotter, vikingupdate.com. Draft is tomorrow. Vikings don't draft till way, way, way late in the first round, but a lot of Vikings uh, news out there. Uh, Tim, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Tim Yotter? Doing well, yes. Uh, good, uh, fine, thank you. Appreciate you coming on. I, I want to start with you. Uh, the news from yesterday, and uh, you got it on your front page uh, at vikingupdate.com. Delvin Cook, apparently, by all accounts, rehab is going exceptionally well. At the time, it looked like a huge loss. Uh, Jarek McKinnon uh, comes in, uh, parlays that into a huge contract with the Niners, but Delvin Cook was always going to be the guy. Uh, rehab is going well, by all accounts, Tim. Yeah, we got a look at uh, some of the workouts yesterday uh, for the first time this off season, and Cook was in there uh, doing a you know pretty much everything that everybody else was doing. So it was really encouraging to see him uh, you know running um, as fast as he could with uh, the resistance bands that they use as part of their training. Um, still had the uh, the knee brace on for the bulk of his workouts, but. Uh, you know, he talked about it, said, you know, the first couple of weeks were the hardest. Um, and now that he's starting to get back into some sort of football activity, um, six and a half months after the surgery, things are going well. Um, knows that, you know, there's still going to be some challenges ahead. And their head athletic trainer also talked about the progress and the plan being that during OTAs and minicamp, uh, Dalvin's going to be limited, but by training camp, they're hoping he's a full go. So uh, we see Jarek McKinnon leave via free agency. Many people believe that Cook can be a workhorse back, but but what's the ex- year one, one? Year one back from an ACL. You know, you want to ease into it a little bit. What's going to be the game plan in that backfield in your mind? Yeah, I think it, I, I would expect the, the majority of the carries to be going Cook's way and Latavius Murray to the you know, be pitching in maybe eight carries a game. And uh, after that, uh, the expectation would be at some point, probably middle rounds of the draft, they look at finding a sort of a third down back or somebody that, that can just offer a little bit different skill set than what they have with, with Cook and Murray. And Murray's in the final year of his contract, so that opportunity could ramp up for whatever rookie they take this year. But uh, you know, I, I I see no reason that Dalvin Cook can't come in and be a 20-carry-a-game guy. When you look at Adrian Peterson, 2011, uh, December of 2011, tears his ACL, comes back in 2012 and is eight yards shy of the all-time single-season NFL rushing record. So uh, the Vikings have had a good track record of 
guys that are willing to work hard coming back from ACLs without any noticeable effect. Uh, we're talking uh, to Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, doing so on the uh, Dr. Stephen uh, Fuller Hotline, the dentist of the Ken Miller Show, two locations, 29th Street in Des Moines and uh, Southwest 8th Street in Altoona. Well, Kurt Cousins, is um, he's, he met with the media yesterday at the practice facility. I know earlier on Thielen and Diggs uh, and Cousins got together in Atlanta as much as anything just to kind of get to know each other a little bit. Um, you know, your impressions from Kirk Cousins yesterday uh, during his media availability. Yeah, I mean, we got to see him throwing some passes to, to guys. Um, the coaches can't be on the field yet. It's all strength and conditioning staff at this point. Um, but, you know, he looked like he was very comfortable uh, with what he was doing. Uh, at times it looked like they were, you know, showing some, some plays and he was directing his receivers on where to go. So I would imagine that you know he's already getting a, a solid basic uh, feel for the for the playbook and what John DeFilippo's offense will look like, um, and you know he he seemed very comfortable in front of the media, um, kind of happy-go-lucky, pleased to be here, pleased to be working with guys like Thielen and Diggs, and um, you know I think also he's a you know he's a Midwest guy, grew up in Illinois, went to Michigan State. And so I think he's kind of happy to be back in the region as well. You mentioned Di Filippo, the new offensive coordinator there. What changes? You got a new quarterback, but it, pretty much everything else is going to be the same on that offensive side. How different is the offense going to look? Do you believe this year? Well, I, I don't know that there's going to be this great, uh, great change that's happening. Number one, uh, one of the reasons the the Vikings like Di Filippo was he's willing to look at what Pat Shermer had with this offense and keep a lot of the elements in there and try to keep some of the verbiage the same as well. So it would be easier on, you know, the returning guys like Thielen and Diggs, Kyle Rudolph. And, uh, you know, Rudolph had said some of that yesterday too when I asked him about it, that there, there are some new things, but there are every year, even if you keep the same coordinator. One thing that I think may change a bit is I, I think they're going to be motioning a little bit more, trying to create matchup problems and, and clearing out areas and then sending somebody into that area. So I think I think it'll be a creative offense. I don't think it'll be uh, drastically different than what Pat Schirmer had last year. Hmm. Well, let's get to Thursday, and the Vikings don't draft until way, way late in the first round. Uh, is there an? I guess a Viking fans. Um, and let's we'll get to the potential to move with Spielman, whether he moves back, whether he moves forward. I think moving back is more likely to be the case, but especially if there's a team that uh, you know sees a guy still there late in the first round that has to have him, they could come up and make that move. But is there a guy that let's stay or a position perhaps uh, that Viking fans should be zeroing in on at that picture? Does offensive line, I guess, make as much sense as anything? Should they stay at thirty? Yeah, to me, offensive line is, is the most natural position that, that they would look at. But, you know, Spielman was asked about it, and, of course, he said, you know, we have five positions that we could potentially take at number 30. Um, in, in my mind, uh, defensive line, defensive tackle, a three-technique guy would be a possibility for them. But, you know, if Kevin Bryan isn't, isn't available anymore at number 30, I think that kind of takes it off the board. Um, you know, I suppose they could look to get a little bit more athletic at tight end and, and complement what they have in Kyle Rudolph. Um, you know, I 
Mostly, though, I do think it comes back to offensive line. The good thing for the Vikings is they have some flexibility in the guys that are already on the roster, the starters that are already there. You know, Riley Reef is set at left tackle. But the interior guys with Pat Elfline and Nick Easton, either of those guys could play center or guard. Mike Remmers, who they, they signed last year in free agency, is mainly a right tackle, but when they had injuries at the end of the season, he went inside and played guard. So if there's a tackle available at 30, they could take him and have Remmers inside. If there's a guard or center at 30, they could take that guy, and Remmers would be back out at right tackle. So there, there are a lot of options that they have at that position. Spielman's been uh, known to do a lot of moving and shaking around there. If you, if you had to put a bet which way he would move or just stay there at 30, which way do you think he's leaning right now? You know, I think because of everything I mentioned with the flexibility of the guys that they have and the guys that are in this draft, I think there's at least a 50-50 chance that they move back from that number 30 pick into the you know the beginning stages of the second round and, and get an extra pick along to go along with that. So um, you know if they would do that, most likely I would think that it would take a team in say that top ten of the second round to be maybe that missed out on a quarterback in the first round. Maybe they want to move up and get a guy like Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. and get ahead of the Patriots. If you know if the Patriots don't have a a uh, longer-term solution to eventually replace Tom Brady, I think that, you know, at number 31, the Patriots might look to take a quarterback. So it'll all depend on how things shake out. You know, yesterday, Spielman said he had already received four calls for trades um, in the last two days. That's only going to pick up, but he wants to wait and kind of see where things are shaking out as they get closer to their draft pick to decide, okay, you know, they get to number 30 and there are still five guys that they have fairly closely ranked together or graded, then it makes a lot of sense to move back five to seven, maybe even eight spots and think that, you know, one of those five options will still be available. So if I had to, if I had to place a bet on it, if they stay at 30, I would guess offensive linemen, but I think there's every, you know, as good of a chance that they move back as, as there is that they stay at number 30. Hmm. Well, since you've got your wallet out and you're placing bets, I want you to place one more bet for me, <laughs> Timmy Otter, VikingUpdate.com. With Kurt Cousins and the $84 million salary that goes along with it, uh, come some very difficult decisions down the road uh, as to how they're going to keep everybody together. We know Kendricks is done. I think they want to get Barr done. Of the guys that are due a contract here in the next couple of years, would Trey Wayans perhaps be the one that's on the are the most likely to be, I don't want to say the odd man out, but should we possibly be looking at Trey Wayans, who comes in as a first-round pick? I do think he's getting better. I do. I think last year was certainly, um, he, he flashed at times. But who would be, in your mind, Tim, the, the, the guy that's maybe on the thinnest ice, if you will, of those guys that will need a contract in the years to come? Well, Wayne's we should know about here in the next two weeks because by May 3rd, they have to make a decision if they want to exercise the fifth-year option on his contract. And that would put him, if they do that, that would put him under contract through 2019. Um, so I, my guess would say they probably do exercise that. Most of the first-round picks have that done unless they're you know, pretty well bust, and I wouldn't put Wayne's in that category. 
Um, you know, it would cost $9 million, uh, for that fifth year uh, with Waynes, but given the value that the Vikings place on cornerbacks and the amount of time that it takes younger guys to learn Mike Zimmer's offense, you know, I would expect that he would continue to get better and, uh, you know, prove a, a very valuable starter for them. So I, I tend to think that they would take up that fifth-year option on Waynes, and therefore I don't, you know, I don't think he's one of those last guys to, the, to be signed. Um, you know, you mentioned Barr. Right now he's playing under that fifth-year option, and for him it's a $12.3 million fifth year. I think they would like to get a, an extension done, maybe lower that annual, that last year down from, from uh, $12.3 million. Um, and if they do that, that could give them more flexibility to, to go after a guy like Daniel Hunter, whose contract is up after 2018. But if you have, you know, all four of those guys that we mentioned, Waynes, Barr, Hunter, and the fourth one being Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. I think Diggs is the least likely to, uh, to get the, the extension from the Vikings because of the inflated salaries of, of uh, some of the receivers around the league. When you look at what Jarvis Landry got, averaging $15 million a year, I don't think the Vikings are going to be willing to pay that, especially considering their more productive guy, Adam Thielen, is at 5 or $6 million a year mm. on average. I don't think you can pay Stefan Diggs twice of what you're paying Thielen when Thielen has been more productive. Well, and you still have Laquan Treadwell. I mean, it's your number three form. It's certainly going to be a big one for him, but... Where are you with him going forward? What, 20 catches last year started to come on at least a little bit, but is this a sunk cost? Is there still hope? Where do you sit with Treadwell? Well, I mean, he just simply needs to prove it. Uh, that That's all there is to it. You know, last year he finally got a lot of playing time, but he didn't have a lot of passes thrown his way, and he didn't do a ton with those that were thrown his way either. You mentioned 20 catches, which... You know, you can pick that up in free agency very easily yep. for a couple million dollars. So um, this is all on Laquan Treadwell. I mean, I still think that they have solid hopes for him, but, you know, eventually he's got to prove it, and he hasn't proven it yet. Um, they've talked to him for the last year and a half about you can't outwork this thing. You, you can't go into training camp, go through a full day of practices, you know, look at film at night and go out and run bleachers at 11 p.m. and come back the next day and expect that your body's going to be completely refreshed. He's almost the opposite of the rap that a lot of receivers get where, oh, you know, they kind of coast through it, which, you know, is overblown, to be honest with you. But um, he tries to work almost too hard, at least physically. So he needs to realize that, all the work that's given during practice and especially during the season and once training camp starts, that should be plenty for you. You don't, you can't wear down your body and expect it to always be bouncing back, you know, eight hours later and ready for another practice. So he just, he, he has to understand that he has to get better with uh, creating separation. Um, so it'll be really curious to see how things go with Kirk Cousins now. Uh, you know, basically be Treadwell's third starter in three years that he's been working with. So to me, it's just all on him. Um, if he proves it, great. Maybe he can stick around for a few more years. If not, 
you know, he's getting, once he gets to the end of that, that uh, contract, I don't think they'll pick up the fifth-year option on him. Yeah, it was certainly not the way he's gone so far. I agree. Boy, that just devastating injury against uh, Auburn, I want to say, on that Saturday night uh, in his uh, college football career. Just devastating. Anyways, Tim, thank you. We appreciate it. Hopefully we'll be able to find some time on your schedule next week to recap the Vikings draft class of 2018 uh, next week. Thank you, Tim Yotter. All right, thanks, guys. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com on the Stephen Fuller Hotline, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, the dentist of uh, the Ken Miller Show. Uh, let's, well, you can't go to the Condon Casino because you can't bet in your own casino. Well, I, I could. I could. It might be frowned upon. It's frowned upon at this in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to leave. Okay. But, let, but point being, I want to, uh, let's get you on the record, TC. Uh-huh. Uh, um, four games tonight in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Which one means more? I mean, if you could, I hate to say it, if you could watch one, Indiana, Cleveland, Toronto, Wash. Those are the two. I think so. I mean, the late games really. Mm. Right. I think Houston's going to blow out Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably an 18, 20 point game. And what, like what is the number? Do you know? Uh, 12. I was going to say 14, it so it's lower than I thought. And uh, Oklahoma City, they're back home tonight. Mm hmm. I mean, this is going to go one of two ways. Either Oklahoma City is going to win. Or people are going to be headed for the exits very early. Yes. And it's and it's going to get ugly, mm-hmm. I have a feeling. It'll mm-hmm. be chippy. There'll be guys ejected. There'll be maybe some infight, I think. And that's maybe why it's intriguing to watch tonight because of that reason. <laughs> NBA TV has yes, it. Yes. So uh, four games tonight, though, in the NBA. Let's Do you have one game that you, if you were if, well if you were betting? Of well, you know you are betting. Yes. Which is your best bet? I guess of the four. Best bet for tonight. I like the Wizards getting seven do and you? a half. I do. In Toronto. In Toronto. Toronto. And you can see watching this series, and this really goes the NBA as a whole. How much different bench guys are at home as opposed to the room? Yeah. I mean it's. It shouldn't Never be. Never thought of that, but that's a good point. It shouldn't be that big of a deal, but and I think this series really il- illustrates that because all of a sudden you're getting, you know, seven, eight, nine guys that are really contributing compared to on the road where it's you know, three, four guys, you know, that you can hope for, mm-hmm. and that's it. Still, seven and a half seems a little hefty in this one. I think we'll see a good game there. So that's my best bet of the night. And, well, the easiest bet of the night. Lay, play the run line, lay the one and a half with the Yankees. Just do it forever. And I know Sonny Gray's yeah. been awful this year against, but it's against the Twins. I know they're they're struggling right now, Trent. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to tell you that. Can't hit. Nope. And couple it with just what happens when they play the Yankees. I mean, that's the easiest bet of, of all time. Uh, let's. Uh, it's been a tough week in Toronto. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, it could be an awful night for their sports teams. I mean, they've yeah. got their three teams are in action tonight. Game seven, Maple Leafs at Boston. Boston's got to be a big favorite, and I like the Leafs. I do. Uh, you liked the Wizards to knock off Toronto. Uh, the Blow Jays um, blew a lead in the ninth inning last night. Came back. Curtis Granderson hit one of the fourth deck last night. You know, Curtis Granderson crushed it. If he, I think he's something like if he hits like twenty-seven homers or something this year, he'll move into the top one hundred all-time in home runs in Major League history. Curtis Granderson. I know. It seems weird. I mean, he had a good night at the plate last night. I watched most of that game last night. I, I really enjoyed it. So uh, give us the hockey hit game seven tonight. Because um, this is even the casual fans will dip in because it's a game seven. So what are we going to see this evening? Yeah, yeah, Frederick Anderson, Toronto's goalie, has been phenomenal. Um, Boston's first line with Pasternick and Marshawn um, and Bergeron have been unbelievable. Toronto's got a 
fast, fast, fast team with young guys. They're younger. I think like the Jets, I think Toronto's a year ahead, and I think probably, and I hate to say this, but I'm not going to say it. Well, I might. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Toronto to win. I'm going to take the Maple okay. Leafs to win tonight. You can get that at plus 150 at the Casino. Yeah, that's what we're dealing right well, now. Well, I'm allowed to bet at the Casino. Absolutely. You're not. Um, so so buck fifty. Uh, yeah, I would take Toronto tonight, but it could be a terrible night for their sports teams. Raptors yeah. could get picked off. Leafs could be pack, putting the equipment away for the year. And the Blue Jays are uh, game two uh, in their series with the Red Sox. So, But those aren't the most important Canadian teams to you. No. There's one. There's only one. They the play red. Friday night, 7 o'clock. Friday night. Fresh. Game one. I got a fresh Stella on tap. Ready well, I will. Yeah. I'll have a whole a growler full of it. Courtesy my fr- not courtesy, but uh, thanks to the fr- friends at the High V who put in those. Well, yeah, bar at a grocery store, right? So in, it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, you and Jimmy B today. Uh, coming up today, we got Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation. He'll be stopping by at four twenty in the five o'clock hour. Zuba Mahente will be here. Also, going to talk to our buddy Evan Winter, Texas. Uh, we like to call him. Previewing the Packers draft coming up in the five o'clock hour. They draft where, 14? Yes. Could be Josh Jackson. That's a lot of talk there. But mm-hmm. you mentioned pro football focus as of going five overall. I know. Oh, no, no, six. Six to Indianapolis. Six? Yeah, six. Indianapolis. Yes. And I saw another one yesterday that had them 41 overall. Yeah. It's crazy, right, these mock drafts. Well, here's the good thing. Yeah. Tomorrow night. We'll know for sure. We will. And we uh, lots of props to play around with. I'll bring some of those. No, to the that'd table be fun. Tomorrow. We'll do that yeah. tomorrow. We're going to be busy tomorrow. Hopefully, Rob Doster will recap the um, results of the Condoleezza Rice. It's news fest. <laughs> what a waste of time. What a waste of money. We will do that tomorrow with Rob Doster. Jimmy B and TC get you home today from four until six. Appreciate your listening. If you missed any portion of the program or you want to listen to what somebody said again, you can go to the Ken Miller Show, click on the podcast link. They are readily available for you. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Trent and I back tomorrow at noon. It's the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey, guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. 
In 2017, the ARL impacted thousands of lives, not just pets, but people too. 6,940 pets found new homes. 199 animals were rescued from abuse and neglect situations. 4,227 owned pets received direct assistance through community outreach programs. And 5,456 ARL animals were spayed and neutered. None of this would be possible without your support. And we look forward to helping even more people and pets in 2018. To view the full 2017 impact report, visit arl-iowa.org slash impact report. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian dumplings.